<laughs> oh, okay. He too. Welcome, to <laughs> Welcome back to. I don't even know what we call it anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I'm not even going to edit this out. Jalon, you know, Mr. Too Cool Abrams thought he was going to smooth into the intro, you know. Well, I guess I'm going to do it the right way. Welcome back to Face the Music Podcast. I'm Justin. We're going to do it a little different today. No, no, I'm going to introduce y'all because I feel like I want to be on my Vanna White-ish right now. So I want to introduce, you know, Jalon, IT Abrams. So why we call him IT? Bro, Jalan got all the technology in the world, but it's always something going wrong. So that is my guy right there. And Tony too smooth. <sighs> Tony just too smooth. Italian. So with that, <sighs> Jalan, set us up, bro. Yo, I was on Instagram and I was just, you know, I don't follow any famous people on Instagram, but for some, someone told me to go to Rihanna's page. I think she probably show up on the Explore page. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be a little nosy, you know, check her out. She, she still look good. So check her out. And I saw her story, and then she had like, I don't know where this was, but I guess her Savage Fenty is basically blowing up. And she had like a picture, I don't know where it was, but her, her whole body's outlined on steps. Hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is, this is, I'm used to billboards. Yeah, I'm used to billboards, but I'm not used to steps. I said, that's, that's pretty different. Uh, and I just want to talk about the growth of Rihanna as an artist. Like, well, what do y'all think about, you know? I I must say this. I never thought Rihanna would be here from Pondy Replay. Yo. I, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, and I feel like a lot of newer, younger Rihanna fans, like they know Bad Girl Riri, but not like that. Go back and watch that Pondy Replay video. You can't tell me that that young lady right there would even turn into how beautiful Brianna is right now. Like growth is amazing. And the fact that, you know, she, she worth a, she worth the whole Billy. So. Facts. I feel the same way. Like from Ponder replay, look, she was like straight up high school crush. One of those artists that I would just fantasize about until now. Like she is a billionaire. She is doing a thing. You can't tell a shit. <laughs> she has her own money. She is like her own brand, straight up. And hey, yeah. the growth, I agree. The growth is real for sure. Facts, facts. Yeah. And when we talk about the growth, we just talk about somebody that's, you know, from, you know, the islands. They can't, she came here. She pretty much Barbados. was in. Well, I'm sorry. That you want to talk more about Barbados? That's that's your thing. No, I was, I was just going. You know, I just wanted to throw out her specific island because ain't nobody putting on from Barbados but Rihanna. So like that's significant. You know, mm. she's the Drake of Barbados. Mm. That's a good analogy. I don't know about that. Jalan, thank you. How, how how? I'm saying, why would you call her the Drake of Barbados? She's Rihanna. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I guess she's the equivalent. Let's say that. You know how big Drake is in Canada. Rihanna's that for Barbados. Like, there's no bigger artist that's come out of Canada. When you think of hip hop, you think of Drake. You think of Canada. When you think of Rihanna, Barbados. Or I'm just maybe you just don't have me. to bring you don't have to bring Drake up though. Like Rihanna's Rihanna. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, well, they they can kind of they go in the same group, Rihanna and Drake. 
All right. I just want to talk about saying, bro. Yes, I just want to talk about her growth going from, you know, music until that last album to where she's at now. The amount of growth yeah. through that last album, which is probably her favorite, her my best album from her. Anti anti Anti, best yeah, album, yes, Dope. best album. To now, she's like, "Yo, I don't even have to do music anymore. I'm gonna be a billionaire." Well, what do y'all think about like the growth and the mindset shift from that last album to now? You you get in the bag. She found her niche, man. That's what it's all about. She found her actual niche. Not saying that music wasn't her niche because she definitely was dropping some bangers. And that album that you that you speak of was one of those classics. But she found her niche. Most business people know if you find that niche that is like, yo, it's making money, it's bringing in bags after bags, it's bringing in whole vaults. Um, I'm gonna just tend to this more than um, anything else. You could say the same thing for like these um, rappers that turn actors, like they found the bag when it comes to being an actor. Um, for instance, Will Smith, I don't imagine him dropping another album <laughs> you know what i'm saying he, sh- he, sh- he shouldn't right so like we could we could <laughs> we could say that rihanna she could drop as many uh makeup lines whatever you know type uh, uh um um lines that she can uh drop in her capacity uh we are expecting that unlike um an album we could say the same yeah. thing about will smith we're, we're we're expecting a movie instead of an album so yeah, yeah. Nah, what I, I think about is similar. I just feel like Rihanna learned as an artist that her brand is bigger than her music. Mm. Because essentially, like, she didn't become a millionaire off of music. It's off the fact that, like, she dropped what she's known for. It's like, Rihanna's beautiful. She's sexy. She dropped a lingerie line Yeah, that all women of all shapes and sizes can, like, benefit from because... Men and women love Rihanna. <laughs> like everybody love Rihanna. So the fact that she was able to turn her her personal brand and like monetize that into a billion dollars and not ever have to make another song again and be good, like I think that's the the new school. That's just maturity and the growth of artistry because not a lot of no billionaire in the music industry has made it by making music, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, not not just making music. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I, yeah. I just want to con- continue on that growth mindset of if you think of a song called uh, "Cream," "Cash Was Everything Around Me" mm-hmm. by, by Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, you have any like memories of that song? Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Hey. That song was dope, man. For sure. Yeah, that's it. That's good. I, that's all. That song's fire. Song, I, y'all ain't got. I, I, I was I was about to you know. <laughs> I will say that's still one of like my like I feel like my I have a money motivating playlist and okay. cream is on there like yes cash rules every when it comes on it just makes you feel you know you want to go hustle like if you ain't never hustled a day in your life if there's a song that make you want to hustle like cream is that so yeah that's my thoughts yeah yeah okay so, so go ahead Tony no nah, I mean I basically uh, agree um, it was just it's one of those songs that just turn on the engine man to help yeah. you just go so yeah True. i agree all right so so going with that like justin said this song is about hustling doing whatever you want to do to get this money what's like the craziest thing y'all ever done for money work <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> yeah, craziest I feel thing like for that's money? uh 
That's wild, bro. I mean, bro, work. Yeah. Go ahead, Tony. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything crazy, man. I mean, work is work. Like, I'm working to achieve certain things in life, but I can say that um, the most unusual thing that um, I done when I was younger, I saved up about five stacks and brought my first car. Mm, I ain't buy no. This was right before A and T. I didn't buy any summer clothes. This was literally my senior year of high school, right before the start. I didn't buy no summer clothes, nothing, man. I saved up five racks, brought me a little Honda, and that was it. But sometimes when you invest in yourself, the investment comes back onto you. And that was my first time understanding ROI, turn of investment. And that was through my family, man. So they laced me up with school clothes and Air Force Ones and all that. I ain't even have to pay for it, man. It was like, hey, you got your car? And I, I rolled my car to school, first day of school on my on my birthday, man. Senior year, man, you know? So it was unusual, but it was worth it. That's what's up. Man. I like what, I like when you went. Because me, like like Justin said, probably the craziest thing I've done for money is work. Uh, a bunch of overtime hours and, you know, kill them out. Even now, like, I just got off work. I'm tired. Like. I want to like. I, Facts, go ahead. I, I was going to since you told we talking about work and usual things. What what would you say? Like first of all, what was y'all first job, right? And then secondly, what would you say is like, bro, the the, the shittiest place you worked? <laughs> Yo, y'all got to put names on it, you know, or just like shitty work experiences. Yeah, because like I say, I start my first job was McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And minimum wage was like what well, I think like six fifty. So you know we everybody know how when you first get your first job is like you gonna make money. You bought the bread up. So I remember like I'm like sixteen, go to going to work, busting my twenty hours a week. You know they you got to be restricted. I got that first paycheck. <sighs> my heart was broke. <laughs> hey, because, you know, taxes they took out was like, I thought in my head, it was like, you know, $1,000, bro. I had like a $112 check. All them hours you put in, like, that was, I was proud of that money, but it was like, damn, like, this is what I got to do for the rest of my life. So, yeah, mm. what y'all got? Mm. Uh, so my my first one was actually pretty fun. I was a camp counselor for a summer camp, so I was just hanging out with kids all day. So I think that's why I, I like kids so much because I was I was in that environment where like I'm pretty much joking. Like I was honestly a camper, <laughs> but I was I was one of the counselors. But it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, cool then, first job, bro. I'm yeah, jealous. it was it was fun. And I had the job that I probably hated the most. Probably moving here, man. All them um, warehouse jobs. I'm sorry. I don't know how these people do it. I can't do it. That's not for me. Like, like the, the, the day I realized it wasn't for me is um, basically I was going, I was in the warehouse and then I forgot, I think the guy didn't come to work. So they told me to go, uh, like go with a guy in the car. So basically what we're doing is bringing like, um, what is it called? Windows, shingles and all this extra equipment for people's houses. Right. So the guy, when he's like an old school guy. He's picking these things up that are super heavy, put it on his shoulder and move it. And I'm like, yo, it's two of us. Why he said, nah, just put it on your shoulder, do like that. And I'm like, bro, it's two of us out here. And then one part, they had like the big windows, like people's houses, super expensive. Yeah. So pretty much you have to unstrap them one at a time so they don't fall and break. 
me, my first time doing it, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, so, the house that was ain't listening. Right. Listen, so, <laughs> listen, so I was in the truck. I unwrapped. I'm like, oh, this thing ain't moving. It was staying still. Me, me not even thinking. Whole thing is falling on me. I'm like, yo, the guy's like, oh, why'd you do what you're doing? Other two people that outside, the construction workers, oh, they running to help me out. I'm like, yo, nothing broke. But that was the day I was like, yo, I'm done doing this, bro. I'm done. I, I, I think I quit. I think I quit two days after that. <laughs> yo, that is wild. I know for me, I mean, it's kind of, it's starting to become a little vague, man. I, I know that's kind of like, dang, like I'm only <laughs> in my thirties. Like it's not that far, but, uh, my first job, man, I cannot remember. I, I do believe, I believe it was um, an after-school counselor because it was a certain period in my, in my life where I would stop playing basketball and then I would focus on just bringing in money. And then when the summer came, that was when I really was like, look, I'm about my, I'm about my hustle. I'm going to do whatever. So um, I think it was an after-school counselor, man. It was great. It was to a bunch of third graders. I loved it, man. Now, you know, if I catch them in the gym, they probably hoop me up like a mug, man. <laughs> I could not keep up with them. But um, I would say my my worst experience when it comes to uh, uh, working, it was one day I was a part of this uh, landscaping company, man. And it was, I did not know it was partnered to a lot of released prisoners that was working uh, there yeah. through a halfway house, right? <laughs> Didn't know. So I'm sitting here, y'all y'all know, y'all know me. Like, you know, I'm friendly, you know, I, I can have a conversation just about to anybody, man. We laying out pine straw over this uh, estate somewhere. I'm like, all right, cool. They talking, they're like, yeah, man, you just keep doing what you're doing, young man, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, whole time. They, they plotting on trying to steal my iPhone 5, bro. At the time, <laughs> the whole time, so they can get some money for it and split it up. How many ways, man? As soon as I felt the heat, I was like, "All right, this is the first and last day." <laughs> so that was a that was a bad experience. Luckily, I still had my phone, but you know, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. But 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 for those people, like they were in the mindset of you know, cash was anything around me. Because if you exactly. listen to that song, those people are they robbing. They're selling drugs. They're doing whatever they can. Yeah, for money. And um, I think that mindset is like a younger mindset because those people at that time, they were like 22, 23, 21. They were were fairly young. So what do do y'all think the mind shift of, let's say, a 21, 22-year-old? Not not actually, not even a change. What kind of mindset did y'all have when y'all were younger? That like now at 30, that y'all said probably wasn't the right mindset for money. Maybe I could maybe I could kick this question off. You know, like when I was younger, I just had this drive. I'm not gonna say that I still don't have it. I just think that it was like a shotgun. It was like a shotgun type of drive. Like I would shoot, and the bullets would just spread out anywhere. I didn't care. (laughs) Yo, my drive is going over there. I'm going over there. That's where the money's at. Right. Boom. I didn't even think about like being an assassin, which is like a straight shooter, you know, being strictly structured and knowing that if I'm going over here, I'm getting money to bring it back over here so that it can grow later on. Like I wasn't thinking about longevity. I was just thinking about getting money and just doing what I do so I can have some money and just 
go with the Joneses. So it was like a shotgun effect when I was in my younger 20s. Now it's more so like, look, hey, if I'm a shoot, I'm aiming to kill. I'm going to bring it back. It's for, it's for yeah. longevity. So, yeah. I like that. I like how you made that. So honestly, that's probably how I was because I've always had, like, I'm a hard worker, but I feel like when you're young, you don't always under, let me say, you might not understand or really truly know the importance of investing. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, let for an example, I'm going to tell the story about me and Jalan, cryptocurrency. So like me and Jalan, couple years ago, we were talking cryptocurrency and stuff like that, like Bitcoin and all this stuff, you know. We would talk about like, hey, we need to buy all this stuff and this, that, and the third. But we knew about it, but we didn't understand, let's say, the long-term ramifications of when you get more mature, you patient. Yeah. You ain't trying to get rich overnight. You're trying to build wealth over a period of time. We What we did as soon as we started losing money, we was like, bro, we done. Walk away. <laughs> and what happened is the markets turned around and like, had we kept on like pressing and investing, Bro, me and Jalad have been sitting a couple M's right now, yeah. but we didn't have that like full knowledge and full steadfastness. So like as an older person, like being 30 and like, you know, having 10 years from being like, you know, I feel like really young and mature minded. Now I understand that like, you know, it's a, how hip hop makes money seem. It comes overnight yeah. and you just blow it everywhere. That's not really how money works, because a lot of those artists that, you know, we can probably go down a list. How many of them are, are actually still rich or, you know, have the stuff that they were blowing money on? And let's be real. they That wasn't even their stuff in them videos that we grew up seeing. Facts. Yeah. We didn't know that until we got older. It's like, damn, that wasn't even his car. Yep. So we idolize people who don't even own this shit. <laughs> so that is how I feel like my mind has changed. Yeah. Uh, for for me, my mind change was in a, a a book. So I was always on saving money. Like my grandfather, every time I saw my grandfather, he gave me like twenty dollars. I'm saving all this money. I didn't buy nothing. Uh, I went on a trip to Florida. I think my mom gave me a hundred dollars. I didn't spend any of that money to the last day. <laughs> like I'm like strictly <laughs> on saving, saving, saving. And even with the money, I like spent money on my mom and all that stuff. So uh, I was definitely on saving. I think the mindset that, that I shift, the mindset that shift for me was this book called Rich Dad Poor Dad, mm. where he was talking about the difference between working for money and you know money working for you. So like one example that I, like it sticks with me like today was like okay now let's say today we can work sixty hours a week you know no problem because we're thirty but at sixty we're not gonna be able to do that so it's, you have to make that money work for you. So ever since, ever since I read that book, that's when I started contacting Justin about investing in crypto. As you know, we could have been millionaires, but you know, it, the it, budget it is for the podcast is. would have been a little higher. Just a, a little, little higher, bit. a little higher, man, a little, little higher. Um, but it, but it is what it is. But I, I just want to bring up a, another song. We were talking about how you were talking about like the money and the people are just blowing it. Actually, what are we talking about? I don't even know, man. My mind be... I'm told you I'm tired today, guys. <laughs> the hustle. You, you, you are. You've been hustling. You got to take that time, that, uh, that in-between time. So Exactly. All right. So one song, you talking about money and stuff like that, I, I think about this is a... I'm going to say it's like a hood-rich anthem, uh, Big Timers. Still fly, mm. gator boots with the pimped out yeah. Gucci suit, <laughs> so, ain't yeah. got no job. Cause I you stay feel fly. me? Like, I can't, can't pay my rent because all my money's spent. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, got everything in my mama name. Classic. Like, 
this is like probably I, I feel like everybody that's our age knows this song word by word. <laughs> and I feel like I know so many people too that that is their for real, like their view on money. Yeah. And it's a funny thing for us to laugh about, but like, you know, be honest, had, did y'all ever had, do y'all know people that actually have that mindset when it comes to money in real life? <laughs> <sighs> oh, yes, man. man. I think, I think, I think I had that mindset at one time. Like I said, I was super into saving, but when we got to college, I had number refund checks were. We got a refund check. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> We're broke right now. All that money is going to whatever. Like, I was just, I was just spending that money because I didn't think about now that I got to pay it back. But I think that was probably the, the time I was just blowing it. So, uh, okay. You brought refunds. Did, did, <laughs> all, did everybody on the show get refund checks? Yeah, of course. What's the what's the craziest thing you 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 look back now and like okay I feel like all of us can say we probably would have we could have done a lot better with the refund checks mm-hmm. with the knowledge we have now but what was something what was the craziest thing y'all bought Cause I feel like Jalan what what did you get was it music shit your speakers I, I, bought, I bought this microphone because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember too because I was talking to Tony I was like yo Tony should I buy a microphone should I buy this should I buy that I'm like I'm just gonna buy this microphone right. yeah. <laughs> I mean for me man look mm, 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 mm. I, I think I brought over $300 worth of Levi jeans man Ooh, hey, hey. 300 and then, you know some time. some fitteds too but uh yeah <laughs> yeah i think me and tony was on the same vibe but yeah. it was it was hella clothes and hella shoes like that you know refund checks on a on a college on a black i can't speak to i don't know what the white the pwi experience is like on the hbcu when you know when refund checks hit because everybody at the mall Facts, you know, clean new shoes. It's like, oh, and I knew cast. I knew like some of my friends get like four, five thousand dollar refund checks. Mm. <sighs> yeah. So, all right, if you could go back to your twenty year old self with a refund check, what would you've done with it differently? Like, you can go tell, talk to that twenty year old Tony, and talk to that twenty year old Jalan. What do you tell them to do with that? thousand dollar two thousand dollar check that they got for the refund check <laughs> yo i mean it's funny because like i guess like i gotta get raw man we on a we on a podcast i'd have got look hey here it, i don't care here it is here it is 20 year old tony i would have said instead of the a get the dub <laughs> and then yeah. on top of that right on top of that spend a third of the check not all of it Put the two thirds in your savings because you're gonna need it one day. So you know, just just to be transparent, that was my 20 year old self. <laughs> um, me, honestly, I would just been like, just put that money back into paying this loan off. Like, uh, like I, 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 I don't know, I, that would have been me. That's what I would have done. I'm like, because honestly, at that time, I don't think I, I don't think I needed anything. Like, or I probably invest in something. That's probably the only other thing I would think of. Yeah, no, 20-year-old. If if 30-year-old Justin talks to 20-year-old Justin, I'm like, bro, invest. Yeah. Go figure out what cryptocurrency is, you know, invest uh, $1,000. Even if we put $1,000 into the market back then, like bought Facebook or Tesla, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
So that's that's what I would tell twenty year old Justin. Like, I got all these sneakers in the world. Like, them shits don't make money, bro. Yeah. And, and stop spending money on these hoes. That's it. That's that, that's what I told you. you know. I just know, like back in those uh, days, man. Like money, like. Nobody was really talking about longevity of money, man. Like rappers, they was more so just infatuated with um, what money could buy, like, you know, drugs and clothes, things that was just materialistic. So for me, I'm like, man, you know, that's 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 different. Um, I'm going to focus on that as a as a hip hop you know, fan. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. If one of those rappers would have dropped something that said, yo, invest in, just like what you're saying, Facebook, Instagram, man, yo, we'd have been making money. <laughs> Somebody would have followed You think we would have listened to it? Yeah, monkey see, monkey do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like an ancient, you know, saying, like what, what you, what you see reflected onto a mirror, you're going to see it onto yourself. Like, you know, so. Yeah, I truly believe that there was a lot of uh, artists that was talking about money, but they wasn't talking about it in a um, in a, a, a fashionable way that is comprehensible for a college student. You know what I'm saying? So no, no, no. I I agree and disagree. I think back then they didn't know. Yeah. So if you think about you know Jay Z, money ain't a thing. They talking about you know I got this. I'm buying this car, that car, that car, that car. I think of uh, Busta Rhymes past the. How you say the word? Cavassier. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know I was gonna yeah. say it wrong. You think <laughs> of that song, uh, Buster Rhymes, Pastor Cavassier. That song, they're talking about a drink they have no ownership of. Mm. You know, he, until until later on, Diddy said, We're not gonna say that anymore. We're gonna say Syrah because I have ownership in there, but they didn't know. You know, they're just talking about this because it's a popular drink. They don't know that this this P this company, you made this company so much money by saying the name on a song that went crazy that you didn't get, make any money for yourself. But I think they didn't know. I think now they that did. you see, huh? I said I was agreeing. They did. Yeah, and they did. So I see now that you see these people that were blowing money back then. Now they know, and now they're spreading. You know, talking about uh, legacy, like we talk about Jay Z. We're talking yeah. about you know Diddy. How he's talking about um, having ownership. Master P. You're thinking about Rick Ross. You're thinking about uh, even Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka's out here talking about ownership and having, you know, things. And, and growth for him is big from being the, oh, let's do oh, it. let's do it. <laughs> so true. I fucked my money up. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so, like, so, so what do y'all think about your um, ideas on that? I mean, thoughts on that? Uh, um, you know, I, what I think about, I think rappers learn the value of equity. Mm. So um, I was watching an uh, interview with somebody just talking about Jay-Z and like Beyonce, how they really changed how rappers even did do deals. Like, I don't know if y'all remember uh, the Blueprint 3 album when it came out, people were in the uproar because Samsung bought a million copies to be able to exclusively demo the rights. So off of that alone, it made Jay-Z go triple platinum. And people were like mad, but it's like, bro, he figured out a way to gain the system in a business way that makes different opportunities. So I agree with you, Jalon. That's not where people were, like the mindset wise. Yeah. But I feel like I, I'm, I'm happy that the same people that were making these music, because that was Diddy in that video too. Like they're the ones that are also showing that like, just follow the trends, right? And you might not have to do it in music, but learn that, hey, it's better to be an owner 
then you not making money off like Kavase, all the clothing brands that we done made money off of, that we done made fly, that we don't own. So I think I look at the, like the Jay-Z because I think he's the the OG of the rap community. I feel like everybody respects Hove. Oh, yeah. Like there's no bigger artist than Hove. So with that, it's like everybody's now following like Jay-Z, you know, Jay-Z is a billionaire. In 96, if somebody would have, hell in 2000, when we first saw it Jay-Z, we wouldn't have been able to say, we probably thought Diddy or Dr. Dre, but not whole. So. It's crazy, man. I don't know, man. Cause like, I got family that uh, follows, uh, that used to follow the young Jay-Z, man. I'm, I'm talking about like, can I live, reasonable doubt. He was dropping gems on that album. Now, since I'm older and, and I can really comprehend um, what Jay was talking about back then, but I got family members that are a little older than me that understood that at a very early age. And you see them now, man, and they doing their thing financially. So my thing is like um, Jay-Z had to elevate to reach a certain crowd, which I think is us. Like if he didn't elevate a certain level, we would have never got that first level understood when it comes to, hey, save your money, invest. You know what I'm saying? Make it come back to you. So, yeah. I have a, uh, because we talk about this, I have a rant, like a question. What are y'all, what is rich to you and what is wealthy? Because in a lot of hip hop, you hear the terms being thrown like synonymously. But I don't necessarily think rich and wealthy are two different are the same thing. So I just want to know, like, what is your definition of rich versus wealthy? Sure. Um, you want to go, Tony? Sure. Yeah, I can go. Um, to me, I think rich is more of a community-based um, ideology. Um, you're rich among people. You're, you're rich among um, your character and, and your initiative. Um, people know that when you are within a circumstance, they know you have a reputation of fixing the actual problem, right? That is how you're rich. They know that you are the problem solver. So um, let's look at Nipsey, at Nipsey Hussle, for example. He understood how to be rich and wealthy, like being rich within the community, which is giving back to it, making sure people have jobs, tending towards people, just looking after your neighborhood, making sure that they're okay, they're covered, they have resources, right? You're rich because you have the, the capacity of giving those, res those resources. You're wealthy with how you generate your actual income and, and how you can use your income to um, develop those resources to be rich. So, yeah, man, it's like a, that's how I see it, man. Yeah, the way I see it is rich is the amount of money you have, and then wealthy is your your mindset. So, like somebody could be rich tomorrow, they win the lottery, they they're rich. But wealthy is having the mindset of just like Tony said, of building money, being able to you know how to build money. Now you could teach your youth yeah. how to build money. But if you're just rich, you're rich. You're not wealthy. When I when I think of that, I think of I think of Shaq. How he was able to, you know, he made, he was rich in the NBA, but now he's wealthy. He has ownership over a lot of different companies. Yeah. He knows how to make more money. That's probably one of the 
best example of if I think of you know a rich NBA player compared to a wealthy NBA player. I I, I agree. I agree with your uh, probably yours how you take it because when I think of rich, I kind of think of the same thing. To me, rich is the material aspect of it, like you know the cars, all that kind of stuff. Like shit, you can't take with you. Rich in my mind is the ability to make money. Wealthy is when you learn how your money can make money. Like, you know, riches, you having to work every day, like the person who makes a million dollars a day. But if you stop tomorrow, it does your million dollars still make a million dollars. So that's why I always think of wealth fast, like wealth is legacy. What you, you know, your grandkids can pass down and stuff like that. Rich to me is like the D-boys, like they have all that shit, but like you can't pass that down. But that that's kind of how I, I I break it down. But I honestly I love how both of y'all like framed it because I do agree with Tony, like the, the rich in the community aspect. I never thought about, you know, somebody being, cause you know, people can be rich in spirit and stuff like that. And it's just like, that, that is true. You know, we tend to think about it like that. So uh, what's your favorite money song? Oh, go ahead, Jalan. Yeah, come on, man. My hand was up. We got the cameras. Come on now. You see me, right? You see me, Tony? Bro, yeah. You put your little... Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Okay, well, you, you got on the point of, of legacy. What are y'all example... What's an example of a legacy? You, you could say, like, personal examples, uh, examples outside, any, anything. What is your example of legacy? Family legacy, anyway. Family legacy. Okay, so I, I think about I think about the song Jay Z. He's trying to build a legacy. That's a song, right? Legacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a yeah. So, so he's he's talking about some building legacy. So he's saying he has money. His kids have money. His great great grandkids have money. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're building something. You're building a legacy for yeah. your entire family. Do y'all have any examples of that? Or, or do you have any examples other than Jay Z? Do you have like personal examples of somebody that built a legacy? Uh, mm. No, well, I do, uh, but um, I can't disclose everything. You know what I'm saying? I can't just put it all out like that. But (laughs) for the the sake of um, this question, I would say that an example of legacy would be generational wealth in the form of inheritance. Now, Jay-Z is probably talking about inheritance due to his money or, you know, his shares and um, things that he owned. So there's different definitions of how uh, you could uh, spread generational wealth through inheritance. You know, people own um, a plethora of things, you know what I'm saying? But I think ownership um, in the form of generational wealth could be passed down to children, children's children. That's, that's legacy. So. That's, that's honest, honestly, same all thing. Right. Okay, well, I'm gonna go a little deeper. I actually have an example. All right. So when, when I think of when I think of like, can I talk? Is it, is we good? Are we good here? <laughs> you never let me finish <laughs> mine. I, I, was I, I, I thought you were more. done. I thought you were done. I thought you were done. No. Okay. Go I ahead. ahead. I want to hear. No, no. No. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Good. No. Go. I want to hear it. I want to hear it now. You've already started. See what I got to deal with, guys? Like, this is what I got to do all the time. <laughs> okay, so when I think of legacy, I think of, you know, I'm going to give you an example of, like, my grandmother. So my grandmother is from Guyana. That's an, an uh, where's Guyana? Yeah, it's not that. It ain't an island. It's, it's I was about to say an island. It's <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's what I, about, I think about Jamaica. I'm like, oh, Lord have mercy. It's people from there. It's an island. <laughs> Lord have mercy. You can take a boat to it. Oh, my God. All right. So my grandmother, she's from Guyana. Oh, uh, I don't remember how many sisters or brothers she had, but she's from Guyana. Her parents are from Guyana. You know, she lived in Guyana. So out of her family, she was the first one to come to America. So her and her husband came to America, pretty much, you know, got a place and they pretty much sent for the rest of the family to come. So the way you have to do it, you have to show like the government or whatever, you got enough money or housing for this other family member to come. So she was able to do that by getting her sisters up here, even brought her, got her mother up here. So when I think of legacy, I think of being able to, to change from like your, your past family and then like create your own. So like if she never brought us here, or her family here, I probably would be in, in Guyana right now, you know? So that, that's what I think of legacy, because she was able to go from somewhere, go, go from somewhere like Guyana, where it's a home where she's comfortable. She's able to build a, a house here. And actually, you know, I'm her grandchild and I'm out here. She has a great grandchildren here now and she's no longer with us, you know? So that's a legacy. Like you, you change the direction of your family by making a decision to, to leave your hometown. So when I think of legacy, I always think of her. That's 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 beautiful. It's pretty deep, right? Not, pretty deep, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not going now. Like thank you, Jalan. Yep. That's, <laughs> next time I'm gonna go before you. They just got all deep and somber and shit. You feel me? Okay. All right. God. Well he has energy. Come on, bro. You just Oh right. man. Okay. Go ahead. What's your favorite, favorite song? Uh, you know what? I don't even know. What go ahead. You got I gotta this. go again? I you got this one. I, I, I want to see where you're going, where you're going to take this, you know. Let's go. Tony, you got some questions, man. Come on, man. This I guy do, is... actually. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Tony. Because right. Justin, Justin playing too much right now. I told you I'm tired from work. Well, this is, this is kind of like a, I don't know, I, I would call it a curveball, but could you make money with your friends? Man, I, be, I hope it. so, man. I hope so. Because doing if it. Not, if if not, I'm getting off the podcast right now. Going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we doing it, yo. No, for real, we are. But I'm just saying, like traditionally, there 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 is a notion where you know people could get greedy and things of that nature, and um, there 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 are times where uh, uh, people can make a lot of money. And it could come to a point where they're like, you know what? I'm doing this on my own. I know how to do it by myself. I'm out, you know? <laughs> my thing is, from that aspect, can you see um, that, um, you know, it, well, is it possible that anyone can make money with their friends? That's basically ultimately what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to say. Uh, I think, uh, I, I want to say it's yes and no. Because okay. I feel like, everybody's definition of friends is different. So I feel like if you and your friend, like you're, you and your homeboys, like in athletics, for an example, right? You see people that go pro and then they try to like bring their homies up and like to say, hey, we're going to make money. I'm going to make you a business owner or some shit like that. If your friends ain't on the same wavelength as you or trying to go in the same direction, I'm going to mm -hmm. say no. But yeah. if you, you and your friends are like y'all all on that same wavelength and y'all tapped in, like, yeah, like, the the sky is the limit like it is you just got to understand like with anything especially with making money i feel like it's understanding boundaries because i feel like we've all seen so many groups that started off as friends that when they get money 
they like break apart because yeah. you know money goes to people's heads so like that's the one thing i always think about like even with making money with friends or family like it will they let the money about like actually evaluate or you know value the relationship in a weird way and stuff like that so i don't know i'm indifferent to it same yes vision no. more money yeah um when I when I think of that question, it really depends. It really depends because I don't think of it. I never when I think of making money with friends, I don't think of it being a greed thing. I think of it's a mind mindset shift, right? So like right now, we're starting this podcast. We're friends. We all have this mindset right here, right? Okay, so now let's say twenty episodes down the line, we're going to be doing even more. Like for the listeners, this is going on YouTube. So this is going to be the first episode we actually have on YouTube. So the, the growth is going to keep going, keeps transforming, and then everybody has to grow as well. So we can't have Justin at 10 and me and Tony at five. It ain't going to work. Justin's going to be gone. You know what I'm saying? Justin's going to be gone. He go, no, but what I'm saying, if, if that happens, if that happens, Justin's going to find, he'd rather find two people that have, is at number 10 instead of trying to bring us up every time. Mm. You know, you, you, can't, you can't keep trying to pick them up every time. Everybody has to be on the same playing field. Justin can be at 10, me and you could be at nine or eight or even seven, but we can't be at five. So it's yeah. not going to work like that. So I feel like when you're growing with friends, everybody has to have the same vision and keep going. And Justin, I saw your hand. Go ahead. No, I was going to say something. I feel like there's a time, like in that example you use, when somebody's at a 10, like there's within friendships, I feel like sometimes you have to be patient and build people up too. Because for an example, if both of you and Tony were a five, but I'm a 10 because I just have more experience on it. I know that, okay, like, let me help y'all develop. And I feel like sometimes within certain scenarios, people run because they, they, they being too greedy because they seen other opportunities where like, if you really value the relationship with the people that you're going to be with, you can bring them up in if you got three tens together, but it might take a little longer because that that's just like, I want to play devil's advocate to, for the people who try to take off. Like sometimes be patient with your friends because look at LeBron James and Rich Paul, mm. Rich Paul. If people don't know, Rich Paul is one of the biggest sports agents in the world. But LeBron brought him up because that was his high school teammate. So when he first started in that business, he wasn't the top of the field right now. It took time for that to grow. So that's just like, you know. And um, so I agree with what you're saying, but also everybody can't go with you. You know, if you think of Kanye, you think of Jay-Z and Diddy, right? All of them were in a picture together. None of them knew each other growing up. Jay-Z was already the man before Kanye started making beats for him. So you have, to, you have to continue elevating to be on the level of those kind of people. So I think about this podcast, for example. So let's say, let's say um, I did talk more. I had my face out there more. Let's say the minute I said, hey, guys, let's start having your face out there. Y'all was like, nah, I'm not trying to do that. It's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? You got to have, you, you have people, even if, let's say, let's say y'all were at five and I was at 25. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying, even if you are at a higher level than your friends, if they're willing to put that work in and to go to grow with you, it could work. But like I said, the minute I said the video, if y'all were against it, I'm like, all right, this ain't gonna work because you know what I'm saying we gotta. The only way to build what's building us right now is the Instagram Reels. And if y'all weren't out there, I couldn't be able to pull this myself. You know, I need y'all, you know, to help this grow. And 
if y'all weren't open to that, I, I don't know what I, I probably wouldn't even have a podcast right now because I wouldn't be able to grow. But we're going to grow together and it's going to be crazy. That's right. I think you should make that as a real that you need us. <laughs> make that real july <laughs> okay i will i will man um geez uh all right okay so so growth wise so we we talked about being i don't know if we talked we talked about this yet but what, what what was the change in the mindset of you know tony at 30 justin at 30 that you're 20 20 or is, is justin okay you good bro I just ran to get some water. Oh, bro. No, no, no. We got to make sure you're all right, man. They got the COVID going on. Right. And actually, if you, if you didn't know, UPS are mailing out free uh, COVID tests. So they are. If, you, if, you need that, if you need that COVID test, you need to. My mouth, I was just parched and I went off camera to get some water bottles. I'm glad y'all care. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I feel the love. I feel the love. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you was a goner, bro. I'm like, dang, man. I, said, I, I just said I need y'all. And Justin out here. <laughs> <laughs> I need y'all, man. Just a water bottle. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So basically, when we're talking about a lot of times, we talk about growth and mindset shift. What was the thing that hit y'all that said, I got to shift my mind to grow, to transform into this new person? Oh, boy. This is deep, but you know what? Let's go. I'll take it there. Yeah. I'll start off first, y'all. Look, so check it. What changed my whole mindset was these women out here. They changed my whole mindset. I got my nuts back, and I just started walking, you know, making money, picking up money off the ground, saving as I go. <laughs> That's my you know, visualization for the audience out there. But it comes a time where you do have to say, yo, F it. I got to do what I got to do. I don't care who I leave behind. I don't care who feelings I hurt. It is what it is. I don't even care if I hurt my own feelings at times. I got to get it. I got to go. It's going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be hard to pivot from one spot that you're comfortable with to the next spot that you don't know nothing about. But as of right now, man, you know, I, I just actually calculated all my expenses and costs uh, when it comes to my business, and I'm, I'm getting back some pretty good, hefty money, you know, like, and it's all because of, I, of me changing my mindset, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's all for one business. My thing is, um, imagine if I was to lock in the five different business brands. That's five different types of taxes. Uh, um, um, that's 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 gonna come in. My, my my brain is kind of fried right now, but y'all get the point. I'm sure the audience get the point too. So yeah, you get your, your portfolio diversified. Exactly. It comes with the mindset. It comes with the growth. But you have to be willing to do it. It's it's a decision. You decide. You know what I'm saying? Just like somebody would say, "I'm killing you." It's a homicide. That's a that's me killing another human. Well, you are killing everything after you say you're going to do something when you decide. So that's what caused me to grow. I said, fuck everything else behind me. I'm going forward. You know, that's just what it is. Yeah. No, I, I agree, man. I Listen, y'all know I got lady problems all the time. Them ladies definitely pushing me to be better because my mindset is like, okay, you didn't see the potential of me being great. I'm about to be great. Not even just to show them, but it also showed myself because at that moment when I'm with that person, I probably didn't feel like I can be, you know, the person I want to be. But now 
<laughs> not, 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 honestly, what's that song about Drake? I'm too good, too, too much. I'm too much for you now. I'm, I'm too much. <laughs> it's the mathematics of life, man. Knowledge is so yeah. good, man. <clears throat> um, Mine is not ladies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh for for me my mindset shift was like um so working like i'm a working in the field i work in you know always had like certain goals i wanted to have like make six figures and do all this stuff and you know hit these goals and shit like that but once i hit those goals realizing how much work you have to put into how much you have to give to be good at somebody else's job like, you know, to make six figures, you got to bust your ass for somebody else. So if I'm making six figures, I know how much money like I've made and saved companies. Like I'm talking about, like, you know, millions of dollars and just savings and stuff like that. And I'm not getting the percentage of that shit back. Mm. So, like, you know, I got a nice bonus, but you pay me 20000 on a bonus. But I know that I saved you $700,000 and made you probably tens of millions, yeah. I'm like, this shit don't necessarily add up for me. Like, I'm putting in 80 hours a week, missing time away from family, and I ain't getting that percentage. I ain't even getting 2% back. So for me, it was like that shifted my mind of how do I figure out how to still put that same energy in, but put it into myself and then my businesses. Because, you know, like any job, they could fire you tomorrow and or you could die tomorrow and literally, they can't nothing. They ain't, your family's not gonna benefit from that. But Tony's business, that's Tony's business. Yeah. He can pass that to his son. You yeah. feel me? So, like, that was more so my mind shift of, you know, that rich versus like wealthy. How do I buy my time back so I can, you know, benefit from that shit? All right. So, let's actually go deeper into that. So, the, your mindset was I'm making all this money for this company. Y'all giving me some twenty thousand bonus, but I made y'all two million dollars. So what, what what told you that was wrong? Like like what 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 changed? Because a lot of people are doing that. They're doing that, and they're doing it for they're doing it year after year and after year. What told you that? Yo, this ain't right. Uh, I want to say so. For me, what really changed was just kind of had to take that step back and see how much time, energy, and effort I was putting in towards somebody else's business and not necessarily myself. So over my work history, I've built these tools to learn how to make people money and save companies money and stuff like that. So for me, when I took the step back, I was like, damn, I could really be doing this for myself. So when you're over departments and over, you know, plants and stuff like that, you have millions of dollars that you are making in savings and you're not necessarily getting anything back that you can do tangibly. So to get a $20,000 bonus when you've made your company, you've made or saved them millions, something about that don't feel right. Uh, so for me, I had to really just kind of take that step back and look at things differently. So it's not necessarily bad if that's where your passion lies. That's just not necessarily my passion. My passion lies in other things. This podcast is one of my passions. So I'd rather do something like this to, you know, to help out my personal gains than necessarily, you know, throw 80 hours into a job, which I, you know, I still do, but the focus is different. Yeah. No, I love that, bro. Cause they're, they're going to run you to the ground. Like these oh, jobs, all day. that's, that's it. They're going to, the job is to run you into the ground and whatever happens, happens. Cause what I realized as well, 
the people that get paid more money, they work less. Like like when I was working in like the warehouse, we was working and the people on top of us were just, you know, chilling in the office all day in the AC and we're near, you know, killing ourselves. So uh, nah, I, that's I true. That's true. And I'm actually one of those people that be in the office. I think what the <laughs> difference is, the work is uh well, you don't always say the lower you are on the totem pole, the work is more physical. The higher you go up is more mental. So when you on the floor, let's say in the warehouse, if we use the warehouse for an example, you don't take that work home with you. But when you're over the warehouse, like, bro, they hit your line all damn day long. Like, I'd be getting calls at 2, 3, or 4 a.m. in the morning. Uh-huh. And you still have to kind of mix that in with your personal life. So once you do that and you do it for a period of time, you realize that, you know, the old adage that money don't buy happiness you know and, or peace so for me like that's where it really came from you know but you got to grind to get to a point where you can t- kind of separate use that money that you make at those jobs to be able to buy your time back hey man are you absolutely right man that's 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 I, I think that's a good a good stopping point for this episode man i think we went pretty deep we talked about a lot of little details man uh, uh what you what you got to end it out man hey man for everybody out there that's working a, a w-2 just be focused. Um, it's something that it's a necessity. So don't go quit your job tomorrow to go start a business if that business is not making money. Understand how to use where you are right now to build to where you want to go. And just kind of remember that day in, day out. There's going to be some hard, frustrating days. But don't, you know, shoot yourself in the foot by quitting tomorrow because you're frustrated. Build that. Learn how to, you know, allocate your funds so you can make sure that you be able to step away from that. That's the only thing I really got to say. Nobody wants to work for somebody for the rest of your life. And don't believe that bullshit that people say that you got to retire at 62. Retire when you feel like it, but you got to work towards it. Yeah, so uh, I want to say I want to encourage all of you all, all of our listeners to um, initiate coming up with your own vision. If you don't have your your own vision, man, Start thinking, start, start brainstorming, start reevaluating how far you came in life so that you can have an idea of where you want to go. And once you have an idea of where you want to go, match that direction with what you like to do. That's vision. So follow that. Roll with that. And don't care what nobody say or think about whatever you're doing. So I I love it, bro. And I'm just going to echo what Justin said, because... I agree with everything you said, man, and this is Face the Music Podcast. My name is Jalon. I'm Justin. Uh, I'm Tony, Mr. Smooth and, and Tired. We out. <laughs>